Today's episode is being recorded on a Sunday, on a rainy Sunday. Enjoy. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Fika Drotling. Yes, you are hearing rain. <laughs> yes, we are taking our studios outdoor as we are going to go around Singapore to find out where is the best, the best, where is the best place to have Fika, and what Singaporeans have for Fika. It's raining right now, and it's really weird because I am here at Buena Vista. And it seems like every time I come to Gimo, the rain would come down. <laughs> so anyway, what am I doing here at Gimo? Mm, don't go anywhere. Stay tuned to Fika Drotling. For those of you who just tune in Fika Drotning for the first time, you must be wondering, what is she talking about? What is Fika? Well, it is quite impossible actually to translate Fika into one word, especially to us foreigners. Fika is, is not just about having coffee and cake. It's, it's more than that. Um, it's about making time to hang out with friends or colleagues or catching up with old friends who may have moved to another part of uh, Sweden and happened to, well, for example, mm, your friend used to live in uh, maybe Borlang and decided to move to Stockholm. And it so happened that you happened to be in Stockholm. So you catch up, something like that. And yeah, and Fika is a very big part of everyday life of a Swede. And after living there for quite some time, it has become a part of me as well. And I just cannot live without fika. And fika is a ritual. Aha, uh-huh. so it, you have to have it. <laughs> yeah, and if you're wondering, what am I doing at Gimo? Well, I was browsing um, for something that I have had uh, as a child and... As you know, I am stuck here in Singapore, so I decided to cover uh, Fika in Singapore. And I was wondering, what do Singaporeans have for Fika? And do they know what Fika is? And, you know, in the Malay culture, there's just so many things that we eat as desserts or during coffee time, afternoon tea or some say. So I decided to go into looking into somewhere closer to me. Things like, what did I have as a child uh, during tea time, um, afternoon tea? You know, my mom likes to make uh, little bits of kue uh, kue or she would buy some small snacks from the shop or 
bought this. And what am I featuring today is the peanut pancake. And in my area where I'm living, where my mother is living, it's so hard to find it. In fact, it felt like as if it's non-existent. Or perhaps I have not been around this area for so long. Or, well, since COVID-19, I have always been cooked up in my little studio in my room. Um, so I decided to check on Google to find the best peanut pancake in Singapore. And one of the stalls that came up is called Granny Place. And it's right here in Gimo. It takes you about maybe a couple of minutes to walk from Buena Vista MRT Station. And being a Sunday, yeah, being a weekend, it was a little bit crowded, confusing because I'm not familiar with the area. I went round looking for this stall, but I couldn't find it until I pulled up its address. So I found the shop. There was already quite like a few people ahead of me. I ordered a pen of uh, this peanut pancake. In fact, that's one place that I had the peanut pancake when I was visiting Singapore quite some time back. And it was at Woodlands Interchange, the old Woodlands Interchange that is pretty near the immigration. But I believe that place is closed now. At first, I felt like it's just impossible to find it. And I hope it has not um, sort of like extinct from Singapore, which I feel it's a little bit impossible because it's something that the Chinese people would like to eat as well. So that's when I googled for the best pancake, a peanut pancake in Singapore. So one of the stores that came up is in Gimo, that is the nearest to where my mother lives. Uh, so I decided to go and yeah, it's raining. I still go, unfortunately, <laughs> or fortunately. <laughs> and you must be wondering, what is this peanut pancake I'm talking about? Well, the main ingredients, flour, hot water, baking powder, bicarbonate soda, sugar, eggs, peanut, butter or margarine. And the traditional peanut pancake is, well, well, clot peanut with a little bit of sugar. And then there's a few varieties like coconut, uh, some even slather some chocolate in it. Um, and this is something that is interesting. You have the Chinese version, uh, which is called, uh, I, I can't even pronounce this in Chinese, uh, which is called Ban Qian Kui or Qin Lung or Min Chiang Kui, if that's how I pronounce it in Chinese. And the Malays have their own version of this peanut pancake and they call it Apam Bali. And in Indonesia, it's called Metabak Manis. Well, let's talk about Metabak another time because I do not want to confuse you. Do pardon me for my pronunciation. And if I did pronounce it wrong, do let me know, okay? Did you know? Where does this pancake originate? Uh, apparently, it comes from Fujian province in China. It is believed that this peanut pancake is related to General So, who was a Chinese statesman and military leader of the late Qing dynasty. In 1855, the army of Taiping Heavenly Kingdom invaded Fujian region and General So was appointed to lead an army to crush the rebels. To provide the soldiers with food without interfering the life of local people, General So decided to switch from the flatbread, which was eaten together with spring onion and chili sauce, to the pancake that used locally sourced and mass-produced 
like uh, sugar and peanut as feelings. And the recipe for this pancake somehow spread throughout Fujian region, especially in places around Guangzhou and later throughout the whole Southeast China. It is believed that it was brought into Southeast Asia by the Chinese immigrants. Wow, that is like quite a history, don't you think so? Words of the day. Oh goody, the rain has finally stopped. And we have also come to a segment whereby I will be introducing a Swedish word each week. Yep, we learn new words every week. And since this is series three and you listeners out there, you wanted to learn phrases. Yeah, sure, why not? So this week onwards, I am going to do, I am going to introduce Swedish phrases. So be prepared, take a deep breath. <laughs> and if you like, you can prepare a, a pen and paper or a little notebook that you can uh, jot this down. Mm-hmm. Phrases in Swedish. Are you ready? This is a phrase that is commonly asked in, well, in a language class. I think it's not just in Swedish, even in French, in German, uh, in Korean, in Japanese. I am 100% sure that this phrase is asked by a student to a teacher. And what phrase am I talking about? <laughs> I can hear that you guys are like, what is it? What is it? Come on, Tiddy, come on, Tiddy. <laughs> the phrase is, I love you. I love you. Yes, I love you. That is the phrase I am going to teach you today so you can impress your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, or your wife, or your best friend. Yeah, sure, you can say this to your best friend as well. Or your pet. Maybe your pet might look like, oh, what is he saying? <laughs> are you ready? So how do we say I love you in Swedish? We say Jag älskar dig. Jag älskar dig. Jag means I. Älskar. Love. Dig. You. And how do we spell this? Jag, we spell J-A-G. Älskar, we say, we spell. <laughs> I'm a bit confused. Oh. <laughs> Elska, we spell A with the two dots on the top. L S K A R. Elska, at Elska, to love. Day, D I G. Yog Elska day. Yog Elska day. Of course, in Malay, it means Saya Cinta Kamu. In English, I love you. So, yeah, you can uh, impress your girlfriend, your husband, your boyfriend, your pet, your good friend, someone that you really love. You can say, your Elska day. What if you like somebody? Hmm, good question. What if you like somebody, you don't love the person, but you like the person. How do you say that? How do you say, I like you in Swedish? Mm, now you're learning two phrases, huh? but it's related. It's okay. <laughs> All right. There's two ways to saying I like you, depending on your relationship with the person. Um, to a friend, you can always say yog yilade. Yog yilade. But 
if I'm not wrong, okay? Correct me if I'm not wrong. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong because this is what I have been told. If you were to say yog tikkerom day, mm-hmm, which means I like you as well, but it has a different uh, weightage to the phrase. From my understanding, when you say yog tikkerom day, it has the element of love in it. Uh, it's probably maybe you have a crush on the person or something like that. So you say yog tikkerom day. So how do you spell your yila day? Let's start with the first phrase. Yog yila day. Yog is how you spell it. J A G. Yila. You spell G I L L A R. But you don't say gila. Okay? Gila is met. <laughs> gila is met in Bahasa Melayu. <laughs> Yog gila day. <laughs> well, it does make sense. You are crazy about this person. You say yog yila day. Not gila day. <laughs> gila day. <laughs> Yog gila day. G I L L A R. Day D I G. How about the other phrase? Yog tikarom day. I'm just gonna straight spell the words. Uh, the two words tikarom. It's two separate words. Okay. T Y C K E R. Tike. Om, O-M, Tuket Om. You have to have these two together. Yog, Tuket Om, Day. I like you. <laughs> so there we go. Your Elska Day, your Yila Day, Yog, Tuket Om, Day. So have fun using the phrases, okay? And tell me how it goes. Words of the Day. So that is all that we have for you this episode. If you truly, truly find this episode really funny and interesting and you love this episode, share it with someone that you know, someone that you love. Share it with the whole world and go ahead and tag us on our Instagram. That's fikatroning underscore podcast. F-I-K-A-D-R-O-T-T-N-I-N-G underscore podcast. Go ahead and tag us in Instagram stories. You can also follow us on Facebook, Fikatroning underscore podcast. Remember to log on to our webpage as well. That's www.fikadrotning.com with the latest places, reviews that uh, I will try my best to uh, update from time to time. And of course, of course, do leave us your ratings and reviews on iTunes, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Deezer or from whichever platform that you're listening us from. We truly, truly appreciate it because that is one way for us. In fact, that is the only way for us to know um, areas that we need to improve or contents that you want to hear from us all in one breath I hope you would have you will have a great week ahead and I'm going to leave you with how I would always do life is short take a moment to slow down and appreciate the good things in life and coffee always tastes better with your Fika gang Who's Oak come from May. Remember, catch me again next week. Hey, doo.